Hi everyone, Dr. Axe here. I'd like to introduce you to the new co-host of our show, Dr. Christopher Motley. Dr. Motley is an expert in traditional Chinese medicine, nutritional therapy, herbal remedies, and functional medicine analysis. He runs a virtual clinic where he cares for people from around the world and is the go-to physician for many celebrities. Dr. Motley is a dear friend of mine, and he, you know, he's the type of doctor that I trust my own family with, and I hope you enjoy his wisdom and his wonderful questions as he interviews today's guest on our show. Welcome to the Dr. Axe Podcast. I'm your co-host, Dr. Motley, and today I have a very, very special guest, a good friend of mine, Chef, Chef Charity Morgan, and she is all things vegan, plant-based extraordinaire. Thank you, Charity, for joining us and talking about diets, how to improve health, how to make your life better by having a different focus. Absolutely. Thank you. I love Dr. Motley, by the way, everybody that is on. He's my favorite doctor. Oh, stop it. Stop it. Me and Charity have known each other for a really long time. And um, she has just really blown up and just shown the effectiveness of a plant-based diet. And I want to go into the story of how this came about in your life. And the, the people are listening out there really want to know about how this can positively affect or how can they shift from the way they thought about diets and the idea that everything has to be, you know, animal based and see a new perspective. So let's talk about, hey, how did you get from uh, just get into plant based diets? How did you get to this platform? What went on? So for me, how it started was, you know, I'm married to an athlete and he if anybody knows athletes, athletes are pretty neurotic about their body and their craft. It's all about how much you're putting into your body. And those are the, the guys that actually have the longest staying power in whatever league you're in or whatever your sport is. And so Derek um, was always looking for something new. Every single offseason, it would be all these different modalities, whether it's using Dr. Motley or mm -hmm. a hyperbaric chamber or I mean, Godly, he's done so many different things. And it was uh, early 2017 when he decided that he wanted to look into nutrition um, because he just felt like, okay, I'm doing all this working out, but I'm not, I don't, why don't I have a six pack? Like the way that I wish I had one, like all these different things were going through his head of what's wrong. Um, so he looked into nutrition, he hired a nutritionist and it was just like the stars aligned. Mm -hmm. He, the nutritionist was very adamant about a plant-based diet. And she said, have you ever decided to uh, let go of meat and dairy just to try it out and to um, see how much in your, your inflammation subsides from eating this way? Mm -hmm. So being the disciplined individual that he is, he tried it and he tried it for a couple of weeks and I'm watching him and I'm like, he's surely going to, he's going to definitely um, not go much further than this because he loves salmon. You know, I was, he's definitely going to break on a piece of grilled crispy salmon, but he stuck with, he stuck with it. And he, um, I just watched him sleep better. He walking around the house. His six pack finally came in. <laughs> <laughs> and, 
I'm just watching him with all these benefits that he's having. Meanwhile, I'm still eating my seafood because I was pretty much a pescatarian. Mm-hmm. I'm eating my seafood and lots of dairy. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I don't feel like he feels like I feel like I'm I'm deteriorating. I have like a horrible digestion. I I have to wake up every single morning with sh- large amounts of espresso. Um, I'm fatigued by 12 o'clock. I don't sleep well. I, it's a hard time for me to go to sleep. Then I wake up anywhere between 2 a.m. to 3 p.m. So I started looking into what I'm doing with my health as well. And we can go more down that road, but that's how I started. So when you were in, uh, when you became going into the plant-based industry, like what uh, industry were you like in before? I think we were talked about that before, like you were in uh, like entertainment and that sort of shifted and got your mindset whenever you saw him starting to feel better. Um, what was, I guess, when we talk about the catalyst, the, the drive for you to go full pace, like becoming a chef and um, switching gears. How many years ago was this that this all started? Okay, so I'll back it up to in 2014, I graduated culinary school with a culinary arts degree, 2004. Mm-hmm. Don't start trying to add up. And- <laughs> <laughs> Come on, stop. Looks. Come on, stop talking about years, whatever. Come on. So I understood food and I understood food at a different level of like the culinary world and like the French world. Um, but it was too. And I've always used my my um, chef's degrees throughout 2004 to every in different ways for decades. Um, but it was in 2017 when I decided I'm going to use my culinary arts degree um, and all my skills for a better cause. And that was for trying things out the plant based way. Oh, OK. Yeah. So you when you decided to like shift gears, how hard is it like when you personally like because people out there, you know, they said that Derek had like that mindset. You saw it happening because people out there are going to think right now they're like. There is no way that I'm going to be able to give up like my cheese, like especially, or I can give up um, the animal products. I mean, how hard was it for you? Like, what was your struggle when you first started to go in this route? I think that that's why I have such a compassion for people. Like, I do have people that do it for the animals. You have people that do it for the earth. Yeah. yeah. My um, my mission is for people because it was hard for me, and I'm a culinary arts graduate <laughs> I literally had a freaking breakdown like what do you mean I can't use butter oh I need my heavy cream wait what like what about my fish sauce when I'm making Thai food like I literally like started like having a real like anxiety attack where yeah. I couldn't breathe because <laughs> there's a people out there I mean really that come into the office too and they'll say like when you just say butter like some of them go they literally looked at me and go what am I going to eat? Like, what am I going to feed my kids? And they literally have like anxiety from this. Yeah. But you've shown like, we're going to talk about your book, but I'm going to say like, now you've found ways and on your Instagram page, the the things you promote and you show, you show people possibilities. So yes. when you find the possibilities, your, your chef went to culinary school, people out there are going to be like, where can you look? I mean, was it hard to find the ingredients. I mean, really, that's a really basic question because sometimes like people say there's no way, but it's easier now to find the plant-based ingredients, right? So much easier. And I, I, I had to break it down to like the most minuscule way of 
talking to people because mm. it's what helped me. Um, some people find it easy and they just can go cold turkey. Um, I wasn't one of those people. So um, I, I like to hold people's hand while I'm doing this process because it's, it's serious. It's a very serious matter. Who am I to take away, like if you're 32 years old or if you're 40 years old, who am I to take away um, 40 years of a habit? Mm -hmm. This is what I tell people. And then this is when I had my awakening on how to deal with people. It's very few habits that we have that are longer than eating. Wow. Like other than breathing, what else can you name that's wow. a longer habit? Yeah. I didn't ever think about that way. That is exactly right. And I go into depth of that because most of our habits aren't even our habits. It's our parents' habits and it's their parents' habits. And it is, it goes on for decades. Wow. Yeah, we thought we talked about, I remember you brought this up one time that we talked about the generational effect of how our parents ate. Like, I mean, of course it's ingrained in our DNA to like have the cravings uh, of our parents. And I, I will say like, for instance, I don't know what it is about Korean mamas or Korean, like a lot of Korean folks do not like cilantro. <laughs> I, I don't know what it is, but like one of my aunts that totally loves Vietnamese style cuisine and loves cilantro and she'll put cilantro and everything. But like, I, I, I don't know why I don't have enough. I've gotten used to it. But like when you say habits, you know, when we think about like that's come down through our lines. I mean, you're not just like you say, just breaking like from your born, it's like literally those cravings that you have and you don't even instinctively know why you have them. You don't. Yeah. Like, why do I love avocado with the splashes of vinegar and olive oil, salt and pepper? Because my mom has eaten it like that since I was a baby. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, it, it's, it's these things that I feel like we're so detached from not only what's on our plate, we're detached of how we eat. And so if I can get people to think about how they eat, I, it, it, it's even with athletes or my celebrity clients, I've asked them, how do you eat? Mm -hmm. And I purposely ask them that because I want them to think of that. They, they, everyone says the same answer. Oh, I eat normal habits. I, I mean, just eat normal. Mm. What is normal? Because what's normal for me is not normal for you. Uh -huh. So that's my way of getting people to actually pay attention to how they eat. Like I realized when I started realizing I really don't like sweet things. I'm a salty, vinegary, briny, like obsessive. I have to have something spicy or briny every day. Yeah. Yeah. And I could see like, what are my habits and why am I always craving spicy, vinegary, salty things? We have to take a step back and look at how we eat. I agree. I think that whenever, like when I look at your book and I look at your page, I think the biggest thing that I think could calm people down when they're changing their diet, like let's say they do go to plant-based, is that you make it an experience. And I think that many, do you, do you think that when people go into eating, like you say, I love salty. Some people say, well, I love a little more starches and such. People may often forget like that when they eat, like they're, you're trying to cultivate an experience for them. So it can shift the way they think because it's like, you can still have a great experience living a plant-based diet. And I think that, like you say, in the culture, it is an emotional thing. I think food, in my opinion, like cooking and eating is so spiritual and so emotional that it is a way to, to access that part of your life. And I think that when you, when you cultivate the experience with it, people start to feel calmer and that they can accept it more. I mean, with the health benefits of a plant-based diet, so we've talked about like the minerals and vitamins, 
with your celebrity clients and with your athletes, have you seen like, of course, like, you know, like some individuals need more of this type of food or uh, like they need more plant-based as in with more minerals or more vitamins, like with that kind of uh, thought process, like a person comes to you and asks you, or even people out there listening go, well, where would I start? I first think go into the symptoms. I'm saying like, what has it helped alleviate in your, in your patients and your clients? What are some of the biggest symptoms that you've seen that the plant base has helped with your clients? Inflammation is something that's really, really big, um, especially in the sports world. Um, let's just talk about football alone. Mm-hmm. Football alone, what people don't understand, read, I mean, I, my husband has signed many contracts. When you have that contract, you are dealing with you, the reason why these contracts are so big in the NFL is because you're dealing with a hundred percent injury prone sport. Mm-hmm. So that means that a hundred percent, you're going to get hurt at some point <laughs> in your career. It might be a small injury or a large injury. <laughs> if people don't understand that there, it might be a concussion. It might be an ACL tear. Like you just don't know. No, you don't know. And just like any disease or any kind of um, ailments that you may have, it's, yeah. it all stems from inflammation. Mm. So you find that the plant base helps with like pulling out a lot of inflammation. No question. Mm. No question. And I have blood work to prove that from Derek. Mm. See, like I remember. Oh, see, that's the stuff I love to see. And people out there when they they hear about like, will this actually help my body? Because I remember when uh, you had posted a time of, this is a while back about some of Derek's uh, uh, past uh, teammates and some of them were like, I, I couldn't heal. And I changed my diet. And some of them are like saying, like, I literally can use my, my muscles again. And and when we talk about it in the office, like the beauty of it is like sometimes uh, what individuals may forget is that the like your intestines and your colon are even connected to um, your muscular system through the nerves. So a lot of times like your your abdominal muscles and your quads are very connected neurologically to your intestines, your small intestines. And the hamstrings are really intestinal. Yeah. Lower back, lower back problems. I learned this from you. It stems from my hip and then the hip, it stems from my intestines. I've learned this along the way. Like in your body, I tell people this all the time. Your body gives you every single time a check engine light. Wow. Yes. We often ignore them. Yes. And we just think, I just have chronic low back pain. That, there's no such thing as chronic low back pain. Let's just get that through, okay? Yeah. Chronic low back pain is chronic inflammation somewhere in your body that is allowing your body to inflame itself in that area because it's telling you, check your engine, check your engine. What part? Go to somebody like Dr. Motley that can pull it and zone in on what's going on. Nine times out of 10, it's your digestion. And, and I mean, I think it's the beauty of it. It's like, in the like with you helping people with plant-based i mean you're, you're healing people not only like digestive wise i'm saying literally muscular wise joint wise changing your diet and even your brain because we talked about how uh, the one old adage i always say to myself is what you eat you think like yes. if you give your body junk and you don't give enough vitamins and nutrients like in the plant-based or the diet that the people prefer they, that's what goes directly to your brain whatever you process i mean the success stories i know you've seen and heard with this with your with your book did you find that certain individuals uh like certain like saltier foods or sweeter foods i mean like what is the biggest ones like 
I mean, because, I mean, it's all healthy. Like I remember at one time uh, there was a, you, you talked about that you made like a, oh, this is a while back. It was like a, like almost like a Snickers, like it was almost like a Snickers that you can make plant-based. And I was like, oh my word. And the ingredients, I was like, I would, I mean, I used to eat Snickers all the time, but what is like mostly people like they, do they come to you for like, do, is it all over the board? Like all types of food? All over the board. But I, what I find that is the easiest for trans transitioning people to a plant-based diet is to gather the how they eat and mm. show them how they eat. Well, mm. this shows me that you love a lot of sugary foods. This shows mm. me that you like a lot of fried foods or um, show them how they eat. And then first, what we'll do before I take anything away, I'm not taking anything away. I'm going to create the meals that you already are eating, mm-hmm. but in a plant-based way. Wow. You don't want to throw the kitchen sink at them quite yet and say, hey, let's take away the sugary foods. Let's take away the salty foods. Let's take away the fried foods. We do that in layers. Mm-hmm. So, and I go ahead. But so the layering would be like I could see like a transition because it's also helping change their mindset so like they can like like if they change their mindset, I mean, it would be almost it's, it's emotionally healing, too. Right. I mean, because if they start to change the way like I don't I can actually eat healthy and feed my body with mm-hmm. the way I'm starting to because I just transitioned. Yeah, wow, this is like an emotional book, too. Like this is it great. Is, it is. It is. And it's like a it's I, I almost wanted to name my book uh, Nostalgia because I feel like we have all these food memories and, you know, you have them like I have them. Like I have a memory of sitting in my grandmother's kitchen, eating a delicious Creole gumbo. Mm -hmm. I don't want to take that memory away because my grandmother's not here anymore. So how do I continue these memories? I'm going to make a gumbo. I'm going to make a gumbo, but it's going to be a plant-based version. That's my memory that I don't want someone to come take away. I don't want to take your memory away of eating a nice, huge bowl of fluffy rice with kimchi on top of it. I'm not here to take that away from you. Yeah, I'm here to show you that there's another way that you can do it that is a little bit healthier for you. So that's great. Like in the in the book and in your post, like you say, so you you find out what they love, you change the way, like you convert it over, and so when they start that process. And you, they start to see that. Do you then start to try to like, I mean, incorporate other things like you try to advise them? I mean, like into other like realms, like pushing them into it. Is that how it starts to change? Yes. Um, and then everyone's different. So I, I first get what is your goal? Ooh. So if your goal is to lose weight. OK, we know that we need to cut down on these things like the fried junky foods. Mm-hmm. Some people it's weird because I have some people that are like, I want to gain weight, you uh-huh. know? Yeah. I have those people that I literally just had one last week and um, they want to gain weight. So I'm like, okay, I'm not going to fill them up on fried foods, but let's just talk about some healthier, cleaner carbs of like some lentils and some quinoa and some things that can bulk you up without feeling like you're just eating a bunch of processed heavy foods that are just going to, it's not going to only make you gain weight, but it's going to make you mentally, you're going to feel cloudy. You're, you're not going to feel your best. You're going to be fatigued at some point. So it's not about just eating just to eat. You have to be very intentional when you're, you're wanting to heal your body or you're trying to uh, achieve a certain goal with your body. I mean, our body's like a, it's like a computer. What software are you going to download it with today? 
Oh, see, that's a great point. It's like when you have that download, uh, do you ever find that it's been it's been a good a challenge? But like when people come to, you, I know they have to say it, they're like, you know, Charity, I can't uh, I can't stop eating like red meat or something like that. I mean, I've met some people in my office that, that they've converted over and they could do it. Like, and so has it? Has some people that have thought that way, like literally found that they could get a lot of their nutrients through plant based? Has it been uh, a big funny? Ninety percent of my athletes say that they <laughs> like I can't not have my steak on a Friday, and I'm like, I'm not trying to take it away. Um, if you show people another way without feeling like you're telling them what to do, they'll eventually do it because they feel the difference. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and and let's let's face it, whether you're in the health sector of um, a doctor, a nutritionist, a chef, you're not going to turn the whole world vegan. You're just not. That's yeah. not that's not my goal. That's not my goal. It's never has been my goal to turn the whole world vegan mm. or vegan or plant based. My goal is to open your mind up to maybe once a day, mm. maybe once a week maybe twice a week and grow off of that. Because once you realize you can do it and how you feel, you'll do more of it. That's good. And I, I mean, with just the, the evidence I've seen like on your page and your information, like I, it's really amazing to me that people that have had like skin issues, eczema, rashes, they've had like, that's a big thing for me. And often the people change their way of eating and it literally. Acne, acne, like, I see people with acne and I'm like, I look at them and I say, that's diet. I can look at their skin and tell them that it's diet. Truly. And whenever they get, uh, usually like in, in the areas of acne, it's funny because if I ever do an examination, let's say for like uh, what have a mineral they're deficient in, and let's say they'll show a mineral, but then I go to like a food chart at times and I'll say, they just need this type of food and they'll bulk, bulk up. Naturally, they go do it if they start to like, especially juicing or plant-based and they'll go and they'll start feeding their body that mineral and it'll start to actually help their body metabolize all the toxins out. I mean, that's a big aspect of it. Like, have you found good stories? Like, I mean, of course, and, and uh, testimonials of people who have had major good detoxes from going into plant-based. Yes. Or just doing a detox. Let's mm -hmm. start there. Some people just think that you have to be sick to have a, de to do a detox, or that's something that you do when later on in their life or when they're 40 or 50. And I'm like, my nephews were here um, this past weekend and they're 20 years old and they're both ath athletes and they were talking about how sluggish they feel and I said, have you ever done a detox? And they're like, no. So I just did a quick one. I'm not talking about a three-day week, weekend detox. You, I gave them some oxygenated magnesium, yeah. four capsules, and said, <laughs> take this and talk to me in the morning. My nephew, literally, no lie, he said, I have never done that in my life. And I feel like <laughs> I can see better. He said, I feel like demons left my body. <laughs> <laughs> uh, were you smiling the whole time going yeah this is what what, what you needed to do yeah <laughs> I was like, what did you give me and, I, and he's like taking a picture of it he's like oh, you have no idea what left my body <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, oh I, I wish that people could hear the stories that probably come to us about people who just change like the way they're doing a detox liver detox and then they just oh the things that they that their body produces uh, that could be a whole other podcast, which would be hilarious and awesome, actually. I mean, with with all of those things, like with you do magnesium, 
And when we do like different mineral content, I have found that like in, in Korean culture, whenever we do like more plant-based because uh, my mom's like from her family's from the South of Seoul in the countryside, but she has a lot of family members that live towards the coast uh, uh, where they have like a lot of seafood and, and salty um, uh, seafood mixtures, but a lot of it's vegetarian, which is really amazing or ve- vegan basically. So um, you'll find that a lot of these individuals have like natural detox tendencies, especially like with the soups, they use different types of uh, uh, greens uh, that they get like from the land. Hey guys, Dr. Axe here. You know, I founded Ancient Nutrition with Jordan Rubin because we are on a mission to bring you history's healthiest whole food nutrients that can help you transform your health. You know, we've seen these amazing health transformations with our own families. My mom, Jordan himself, and our friends by using these ancient principles. And we use ancient principles when we formulate each and every one of our products. In fact, our turmeric formula uses the ancient Ayurvedic method and has other herbs to make the turmeric more absorbable. And we want you to experience these incredible benefits. Whether you're looking to boost your immune system, improve digestion, balance hormones, increase energy, sleep more soundly, or get the beauty benefits of thicker hair and fewer wrinkles, Ancient Nutrition is here to support you. Get $10 off your next purchase of just $40 or more with the code PODCAST10. I can't wait to hear about your personal health transformation. Now, with um, your your influence, um, with people like you give them a plan, you say, this is what we're doing, we're going to change this. We're going to try to influence you to like look in a different way. How have like you seen like um, with individual psycho- individual psychology, like these things are starting to, to uh, take place in my life. Do they usually like you find a lot of your clients, they take it and they like, they just run with it and they're like, they stay pretty much vegan. The next time you see them, is it easy for them? I feel like I've never really come to that point of saying, how much, how vegan are you? How many times have you cheated? And I purposely don't do that mm-hmm. because I want to be a safe place. Yes. I want to feel like I'm not here to judge you. Um, and I want you to make those decisions by yourself. Mm. Um, and, and I, by me doing that, people are allotted to be able to explore, stay plant-based. And then when they cheat, they'll come tell me I cheated. I had, I had some fried chicken and afterwards I felt horrible. <laughs> and I'm just like, that's, they, people have to come to that by themselves. Yeah. Yeah. It's, you have to educate them on a very micro level yeah. because if they feel like you're judging them or you're forcing something, it forced, forcing, forcing them to do something that's not their idea, mm-hmm. then they're more quickly to not stay on task. Yes. Yes. So it's, a, it's just like you're saying, it's, it's about with what you're doing is it's about educating as much as it is like, of course, the production of, you know, and producing beautiful food. I mean, have you found like with that, um, and I don't want to shift gears. I'm just saying like, I'm thinking that way. Like, you go, you don't want them to, to shift. You don't want to shoo them away or scare them off. Have you found that like, uh, that you have like Josh, Dr. Axe would always ask something like, do you have like top spices or top, uh, what are the top spices you like to use? Like in your culinary, like, I mean, it could be all over the place, but I'm just saying, do you have a top two or three or five that you like to use to keep people in the fold? Okay. I realize just from eating out, um, if I eat other plant-based foods when I'm traveling or whatnot 
The simplest thing is what I realize what people are missing. And that's a good, a good portion of salting your food. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm not talking about shit, shit salt. I'm talking about a good pink Himalayan salt. Yeah. Especially if you're using cashews, cashews, when they're turning these cheese sauces, cashews into cheese sauce, I'm just like, where's, where's the salt? Where's the salt? It's just, I, you have, you have to make food taste like what people are used to eating. And you've had, we've all had bad fried chicken before. I always use this analogy. You, we've all had bad fried chicken before. And you've said, oh my God, that was horrible, bad fried chicken. It wasn't seasoned well. Never have you heard someone say, I'm never eating chicken again because I had that bad fried chicken. Oh, yeah. I didn't but you will hear people say, oh, I tried vegan food and it was just bad. Well, why did you stop there? Like you haven't stopped eating fried chicken because you had that one bad fried chicken. That's right. And I like with spices, my cabinet is just loaded just because I may want um, to go more of a Thai, you know, realm when I'm making a certain dish or more of a Moroccan style or mm. more of a Cajun style. But honestly, everybody's palate is different. Yep. Yep. You know, if I was cooking for you, I know what dish what spices <laughs> that I'm going to grab if I'm cooking for someone else, like it's. A really personal thing. So, and everybody comes from different backgrounds and different, you know, nationalities. And I usually start there because most places are already vegan. So I'm like, stop overthinking this. You eat vegan every day. You're just not looking at it on such a small, minute level. That's great because I think like, we know when people could actually look back into, let's say where they were raised, their ethnicity or like that, and they could start seeing that they don't have to change like a huge amount of like the spices they use or something. Because to me, like the palate for me is like the spices that I, that remind me of, of my mom's homeland. Like those are the things that, I mean, honestly, like I, you know, if you gave me cauliflower steak or made, gave me a, a steak that's made out of beets or something like that, and you put different spices on it, remind me, I'd, I'd eat it just, just the same. And I think you made a great point that whenever, you know, with your education platform, I, I see that whenever you're telling people like you can, there's this way you could eat. But also I see a lot of it, like when you talk about bad salt, when you talk about there's there's crap in food, like what I'm thinking is like you educate a lot on your post about how people to look into like, I mean, not like preservatives and things that are, it's fake food. So we're not even just talking about animal based or animal, but a lot of it's your, your education is like, there's a lot of bad junk in food. I mean, yeah. you see that. It's the same people that are turning their nose up if it's a, something vegan, but then they'll go through McDonald's drive-thru. I'm like, <laughs> what? <laughs> like, what? You don't even know what you're eating. Like, let's talk about that. But then you're like, tofu, I'm too good for tofu. Like, you, I've seen that. And I know people out there listening like this. They're like, literally, I can't see how like whenever somebody does like a, a latte or goes somewhere with oat milk or something and, and they, you know, the, the kids, are, you know, have been so trained to like, we got to eat a lot of this dairy and such. And they'll be like, oh, it just doesn't taste right. And I'm like, you, you don't really realize what's in that dairy product you got, like say from McDonald's or Burger King or something like that. And you're like, oh, goodness. Um, and now like people are getting a bit more aware, like about how much mm-hmm. stuff that's, yeah, you say turn a, turn a nose up to like vegan or a tofu. And then all of a sudden you're like, 
oh, uh, but it's okay to go to a fast food restaurant. I think that the, the switching though, I think the good thing about your education platform is that people are starting to shift gears. Whether people don't decide to go vegan, which is great because yeah. you're not pushing on your platform. I think that nowadays we're seeing that people are actually thinking the benefits, like they're actually seeing the earth, the, the earth and food from the earth as medicine. Because yeah. people, yeah. people like to come to the office, you know as well as I do, like I, I don't want to give up too many supplements because I'm just like, if you can use food, I'd rather use food and, and go that way. Um, no question. No question. And just when people just connecting people again with their food. And sometimes it's as easy as look inside of your refrigerator. And I tell people these two things. I'm like, yeah, I, want, I have a test for you. Go home. Take a picture of the bread you, you use. I want to see your bread. Because if I see your bread, it tells me a lot of who you are. Yeah. Yep. Just by your bread. Most people's bread in their refrigerator lasts for weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks. And they're all filled with 15 to 20 ingredients. Number one being high fructose corn syrup. When a basic bread recipe is four ingredients, if that. Yeah. And so I connect them with that or the condiments. Like the simple fact that it's high fructose corn syrup and ketchup and all these different things. And and, and I have to, to bring it so small so that people can understand. It's not about how much plants you eat and how, who's got the best score chart of being vegan because some vegans eat like crap too, you know? So it's just wakening up people to how you're supposed to eat and stop focusing on this word, which we haven't brought up once, which is interesting. People are so fixated in America off the P word, protein. Yeah. It's like, I ask this question all the time. How many people that you know or, or have become sick or in the hospital or is suffering from protein deficiency? Mm-hmm. I don't know one. Yeah. Yeah. Not many. Yeah. I can't get right. It's, oh, and I tell people that's where we are a product of good marketing. Mm-hmm. Good marketing. Right. We are so fixated on protein when we're forgetting, and you did mention this word, and it's probably the most important word throughout this entire recording, is minerals. It's not macros. It's micros mm-hmm. that we should be focusing on because we don't get our minerals from the soil anymore or our water or in our environment. This is depleted. We need magnesium. We need all of these minerals for our muscles, our joints, our brain. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about our brain and all these different things in order to function on a clear level. Oh, that I agree. Like when we talked about like uh, when you talked about the breads, and this is a good conversation we had not too long ago about when uh, you look at breads and like they have all these different ingredients, and we talk about genetically modified foods, and we talked about how oils a lot of times when they when the oils are produced in breads or the ones they put in there can go rancid a lot of times. So the bread's sitting on the shelf a long time, and then you eat bread that have actually rancid oils from the actual wheat in there, and so people get sick from it or get mold toxicity from it. And we were, and then it's right. You're right. Like the micros is crazy because the the soil has been so leached out, like since the 1950s and 60s, that uh, it's hard to find anything that's been cropped or uh, been pulled from any type of land that's been normally fertilized because they had to add all those fertilizers within. Um, they tried to reestablish. The crazy thing is, is 
when they started to uh, you take potassium or phosphorus or nitrogen and they started adding those in they forgot all the other micronutrients they forgot about zinc they forgot about calcium they forgot about all the other small trace sure. minerals and so like you're right now what suffers your brain what suffers okay. your digestive system because they're not in the soil so your like your aspect and it's great because i want to talk about the book is like when you sh when you see the uh, evidence of the different types of ingredients that you put in your book all the plant sources in there are covering a wide range of micronutrients because there's you know the trace minerals and even the macro um, molecules too and that's what i want to say like with your book you got the when i talk about your book i want to go through it and say the inspiration when did you start writing the book and you, it's about to uh you know it's on pre-order now is that right so let's let's talk about that so my book is called unbelievably vegan um and it's on pre-order right now um we named it unbelievably vegan because the we went through several, several names, but it was the one constant that I got back when people ate my food. It was almost like that commercial. I can't believe it's not butter. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I can't believe this is vegan. And it's, it's doing this, uh, I don't know, on a spiritual level, I just feel like God gives us everything that mimics nature. Mm -hmm. You yeah. know, how, how did you get a New England pub style fish and chips that tastes like fish and it's not fish. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's the things that you'll see in my book. How did you get, again, I'm not trying to deprive people from things. I'm trying to show them it's just a new way of making it. And I'm just usually swapping out one to two ingredients. It's never like I'm taking out everything and, and you know, starting from scratch. It's usually one to two ingredients and that's it. And you could see that all throughout my book, whether it's a cheesecake I'm making or a Cajun fried chicken or um, like a penne ala vodka or something mm -hmm. where it's just like a creamy pasta. And once you flip through the pages of that, you're just like, I can I can do this. I can do this. And I feel like the number one thing of what um, just influencers and health and wellness coaches don't do enough mm -hmm. They don't empower their clients. Mm -hmm. If you empower someone, mm -hmm. you can walk them through any journey mm -hmm. with empowerment. It's almost like a coach. You can take a, you can switch someone a position. You can take someone from the offense and put them on the defense and just shake up their whole entire world, which is so it's almost like saying that, you know, I need you to stop writing with your right hand and start writing with your left hand. You can do anything when, once you empower somebody to do it. I mean, I agree. I think that you can see it in your fervor and in your character. I'm not kidding. You're like, you really have the passion behind it. And I think that uh, the education piece of it, when you see that somebody get to a fried chicken, that's an alternative. I think that it covers ground for people's diets because let's say we did have a protein and that protein source, let's say it was beef and, and, and the chef and I are not putting down anybody that goes and has protein and beef or pro, you know, pro, we're not doing that. We're just saying this is a different way to look at it. But like whenever somebody eats certain foods, they may not, those sources may not have a good diet themselves of nutrients. Yeah. So when people eat it, they don't get the, the nutrients. The alternative is like, at least somebody could say, well, I'm going to eat this type of alternative and get the nutrients from it because that's what the beauty of the book is. It's like, I can actually get vitamins and minerals because a lot of people don't want to take vitamins and minerals. You know? They want to get it from their food which I think is, is such a good thing with the book that it's, it's shown like, and the taste and the flavors uh, are represented. And I, 
And I also know that when individuals, uh, they come, when they come in, they'll think, well, if I do and turn vegan and I do this, like, what if my body doesn't agree with like some of the vegan ingredients? I'm like, don't worry, just look, shift, shift some of the ingredients within the vegan aspect. Do you find that like people get a little um, too picky with it? Yeah, I, I get those. It's, I mainly get those in from my Instagram in comments where people are like, if I show like a quick tofu's uh, ginger sesame tofu bowl like I did last week and someone's like, yeah, I avoid soy or I can't do soy. I'm like, okay, switch it up. Use cauliflower, use chickpeas or use, um, you know, broccoli. Mm-hmm. And there are, you know, non-soy tofu products out there. I, there's one made from uh, pumpkin seed um, that, I, that I like as well. But I, I tell everyone, I make something a very simple way mm-hmm. so that you can take my formula and make it your own. So it's like the formula is, it can be simple, it can be clean, it's not overwhelming, it's nutrient rich, it can heal your body, heal your gut, heal your brain, and it's unbelievably vegan. So it's it's on pre-sale. Where do they find it? On Amazon and all like Amazon, Books a Million, Barnes and Nobles. I'm on every book platform that you can think of. Unbelievably vegan by Chef Charity Morgan. And it's just it's a very fun cookbook. I'm not I I actually avoided a lot of the two words inside it's even though the title is vegan, um, I avoided two words in the book a lot. I avoided the vegan word and I've, I avoided, um, so it's a, you can, I think vegan is probably mentioned three times in the whole mm-hmm. book and I avoided the word healthy. Yeah. I don't want that. I, I don't want that. If you want, if you're here to get healthy, you're going to go see your doctor. I'm here to, for you to explore a new way of eating. That's great. No, that's good. I can see, you can see it guys. I think that with the book that's it's coming out, it'll be, when will be the release date of that? Because I, I, I want to make January it. 18th, but pre-order, Go ahead and pre-order it, everybody. I'm telling yes, you, you want to uh, pre-order it. It's the cheapest published. It's, it's cheaper. We're not say cheaper, but it's the lowest cost. So even like if it's 29 99 today, and if it dropped all the way down to $15, let's just say before publishing date, no matter what the lowest was, that's what people are going to get. They get the lowest uh, pre-sale date. I think it's great. I think that when you just said that with everything, all the things entailed, I, everybody out there, when you look at the book, it's it's not overwhelming. And actually, in the sense, it's like it, it, you say it's education and empowering people to actually live a healthier diet. And I think this, when you, that you avoid the words healthy, you avoid the words vegan. And like you say, it's, it's a lifestyle. Like when people do have to shift, you're not trying to put so much pressure on yourself. You're actually trying to create habits where you're like, I want to change my life. And I think that this book shows that. So, and I, got, I want everybody out there. How do they find you? I mean, it's, it's on Instagram and Facebook, Ollie, where do they find you? I'm Chef Charity Morgan across the board. Um, Chef Charity Morgan on Instagram, where you can just see what I do at food. It's going to look like a lot of familiar things that you eat. And as you look at it, you're going to be like, that's not vegan. That can't be vegan. Oh, wow. That's vegan. Wow. Oh, my God. And that's the expression. And that's the that's the reaction that I want from people. I do love it. And I wanted to, I forgot to mention at the beginning, guys, everybody like she's been on so many different TV shows and she's like she was on a documentary. And can you tell them the documentary because they need to go watch this? So I, we did a documentary um, 
in 2019 called um, the Game Changers. And the cool thing about the Game Changers, it really shows not on a on a medical um, level. It doesn't show it on a just a normal person. It shows it on an elite level of elite athletes um, eating plant-based diets and how they are truly thriving from eating plant-based in, in their careers. And most people know about all the big elite athletes that are out there that actually do eat vegan, whether it's during a football or basketball or baseball season, but it kind of goes into depth about that. And it also breaks down a lot of myths and it has all the facts, all the scientific facts that you want. It's an educational piece. It's really it is. Nice. It shows how the blood change and how people change. And we see it in the office every day. People's cholesterol levels go and their insulin levels can regulate because they just change their, their, their protein basis. So everybody has their choices. And I think that this is a really good choice. But uh, check her out, guys, on um, Game Changers. And also she's on the Doctor's TV show. She's been like, she's got a lot of good projects. So you have a lot of good projects coming down the wire. You're gonna gonna see this lady on a whole bunch of stuff. So everybody, uh, Doctor Axe sends his love, by the way. Oh, I love Doctor Axe. I I really love him. I've enjoyed watching him and his journey, and I I actually go to him sometimes when I need some quick information. I'll just go to his <laughs> website, and it's like, oh, look at look who has it here. Like oh, yeah. he has a break, he always has a breakdown of every supplement, every ingredient. He's mm -hmm. just wealth of knowledge <laughs> oh my goodness he isn't but you know he's uh, like whenever i do something i'll, I'll search something i'll shoot him text him like what is this for <laughs> but the same with uh your education platform guys i'm telling you thanks chef we really appreciate you coming on and uh, we want everybody to go out there and check out your book and to buy it pre-order it and uh, just keep watching, see all the health information that the chef here has on her on her platform. So from Dr. Axe, he says, hello, goodbye, we love you all. I'm Dr. Motley, you guys have a great day, we'll talk soon. Hey guys, thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode. Make sure to go to my recent Instagram post and let me know what your favorite part of the show was. Also, don't forget to follow me at Dr. Josh Axe there on Insta, where I cover the latest health trends, natural medicine, and so much more. Also, if you're loving this podcast, do me a big favor, head over to Apple Podcasts, subscribe, and leave a five-star review. Thanks so much for being on mission with me. See you next week. This podcast is for information purposes only. Statements and views expressed in this podcast are not medical advice and have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Opinions of guests are their own, and this podcast does not endorse or accept responsibility for statements made by guests. In some cases, individuals on this podcast may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to herein.